The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now you're welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. It is now five twenty-one. My name is Emmett Oliver, sitting in this week for Kieran Cuddy, and we have a big space story because people love space stories. All our research here in the station tells us that much. The world's largest and most powerful space telescope has revealed unprecedented view of the planet Jupiter. The James Webb Telescope captured the images of the planet that astronomers say are unlike anything they have seen before. Now, for more on this and whether they are as unlike anything we've seen before, I have Leo Enright, who is a space commentator and a member of the Board of Governors of the School of Cosmic Physics at the Dublin Institute of Advanced Studies. Leo, you have to have probably the greatest title we've ever had on the hard shoulder. (laughs) 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 Let me just give that for our listeners again. You're a member of the Board of Governors of the School of Cosmic Physics at the Dublin Institute for Advanced Studies. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well now I should I should say since we're making a point of it that actually I I'm not no longer on the board. Oh I right, okay, ex board member. Served <laughs> two for two terms. Okay, well, uh, and was very proud to do it at the Grace Institution. <laughs> Indeed, you're actually here today for your 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 space knowledge. And um, we have a lot of planets in the solar system. Some people are obsessed with Mars. Some people like Pluto. Some people like you know the Moon. You know, lots of people have different. They literally have planetary kind of attractions. What is it about Jupiter that has driven the the science and the space community to study it so much? And why did they decide to to put this telescope on Jupiter in particular? Well, this really was a very, very important early observation by the new Webb telescope. The whole point of this telescope, as we know, we've been hearing it endlessly uh, on radio shows like yours and all the others. The main point of this telescope is to see far, far, far into the past, to the edge of the universe when time itself began. However, what's dramatic about this new image is that this demonstrates that not only can this telescope do that really far away stuff, but they can even point it at more uh, objects in our own neighborhood, at planets in our own solar system. And that's quite an achievement because, remember, planets are moving. They're not like the stars fixed in the sky that, you know, we look at through telescopes. Planets move. That's why they're called planets. They're wanderers. And so it was quite an achievement to point the telescope at this planet, Jupiter, and get this extraordinary image. Now, my production team and colleagues were saying, Emmett, this is a radio show, so you obviously, you know, can't show these images. I would describe them as being, and I'm trying to do this justice, but like giant marbles is is what the actual image shows me. There's also a strange kind of like almost mini planet inside the main photograph of the planet, which maybe you can tell us a little bit about. We're also talking about the, the boundaries of the Milky Way photobombing the images of Jupiter, which is so brilliantly put. What, what are you seeing or what, what sort of surprised you when you just saw the visuals at a good instinct level? Well, the first thing to say is that we're seeing Jupiter uh, in an entirely new light. That, that is literally the case. Because what we're, we're seeing it through infrared wavelengths. These are wavelengths that our eyes can't see, uh, but the Webb telescope can see. Uh, and what's been done in this image is they've taken these infrared uh, uh, images and they've turned them into something that our eyes can recognize. There's an awful lot of scientific information in that picture. Um, people will see it in their newspapers and on TV. Um, it, it is... Jupiter, we can recognize that immediately. But the coloring is different because we're seeing it in the infrared. 
The other really amazing aspect of this uh, image uh, is that it wasn't created by the space agencies of the world. It was created by a young woman uh, called Sarah Schmidt, who lives in California and who simply downloaded all the images from NASA's uh, website. Anyone can do this. She took all the images and she manipulated them in a good way to produce this picture. So the picture is actually produced by a private citizen, a young woman who just downloaded the images from the Internet and did her magic. And why didn't, or do you have any idea why NASA didn't spot this themselves, that, that, that they left this opportunity open to her? Because this is very, um, this is on the edge of science and art. It's very, very time-consuming. Um, turning these infrared images into something that our human eye can appreciate uh, is almost an art rather than a science. And so the space agencies, the Europeans, the Americans, the Canadians, who are all in on this project, they're very happy to have people like you and me, if we're minded to, to download images from this amazing space telescope and to actually do our own science, to become citizen scientists. Now, the reason Jupiter is important, or the reason we know so much about it compared to the the less celebrated planets, is the sheer size of the planet. Can you give our listeners some idea of of just how big it is compared to Earth? Well, like, Earth is great, and we all like living here, but it's a very small tiddler of a planet. Jupiter is the big one, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And you mentioned uh, that the big object in the image, the white object, is actually the great red spot. It's white in this image, because we're seeing the top clouds, the high-level clouds above the great red spot. Uh, And so we're seeing sunlight reflected from those clouds. However, just to to give you a sense of perspective, um, anyone looking at at Jupiter will see the great red spot. The great red spot could swallow three Earths. Wow. It's so big. So we are talking about a ginormous planet. And what's going on there in terms of the atmosphere, also, of course, the amazing northern lights and southern lights, which we see in this image simultaneously, both at the North Pole and the South Pole of of, uh, Jupiter, we see the the, the aurora, we see clouds, storms, we even see the rings of Jupiter, which we didn't even know existed until the 1990s, um, but are beautifully imaged by this extraordinary telescope. Now, Leo, finally, I'm going to be a Debbie Downer for a second, just to, because that's sometimes my role, unfortunately. Lots of people will say, these are amazing images. Well done to this Californian woman who managed to make sense of them visually. Well done to NASA for getting the, the telescope to take the images. They're great for a day or two to look at, but so what? Why is this important, or how does this advance scientific or human knowledge in more general terms by seeing these? Present the case for the defence. Oh, I know this is a perfectly reasonable question, uh, and quite quite properly put. Um, The reason we do this is not specifically to learn about Jupiter. We do it to expand our own capability. Um, For instance, the team from the Dublin Institute for Advanced Studies Um, here in Dublin, who are working on this project, supplied 
uh, key filters that are used by one of the instruments on the telescope. Now, that is employing young Irish scientists who are helping the European Space Agency and NASA to solve problems. And the whole point about these complicated space missions is that it's problem solving. And as a species, we need to keep learning how to solve problems because that's how we survive in that big, bad world out there. And these science projects are not specifically... It's great to say, oh, and personally, I love all the knowledge. It's great. It's great. But the reality is that it means jobs in Ireland. It means young people gaining new skills that can be applied here on Earth. A good example, just to give you one very practical example, is uh, some software that was developed by an Irish company um, for the space agency to look at pictures like this was then readapted by the company here in Ireland to be used by the hospitals around the country. Brilliant. That is, that's... People go in to be te- checked for their heart. All the images are sent directly to the specialists uh, in Dublin or London or Belfast or wherever. Great. It's, ama- it's great to make that connection. I know it, it, it's as pragmatic as that. Um, thanks you very much. I'm going to have to stop you there. Leo Enright, who I described as a space commentator, you can hear he's very much a space enthusiast. But we now go at 5.30 to news where Bernie is standing by. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.